This is a new year. And I know that this is usually thematic to talk about new at the beginning of every year. But there is a specific and, and, and literally a, 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 a concise word from God concerning new. For every believer though. It is not just a general word for everyone, but it's for everyone who would believe. For if you don't believe, you cannot receive. You can rejoice about it and still not believe it. You can rejoice over a word that's given and still not believe it and still walk away with a dearth. Still walk away with no productivity. Still watch other people come into their promise while you're still struggling. It is according to your faith. The Bible said, according to your faith, be it unto you, Jesus said. And this is a time where God said, I am doing, not I'm about to do, not I'm going to do. Hear me, hear the verbiage. He's not saying, I am about to, I am going to. He said, I am doing. The here, the now, the immediate. I am doing. Why, why is it so, so, so specific? Because you have been hoping and holding on and expecting for a while. And there comes a time where your expectation has got to bring about manifestation. God, give me a new church. God, give me a new church. There comes a time where your expectation has got to bring about a manifestation. We are serving the God of all power. He is not a God. He is the God. Let me make this plain. He is not just the God. He is the one and only God. There's no other multiverse with another God. There's no other place in, the, in space with another God. There is only one God. One God who sits on the throne. One God who rules over all things, even things we have never seen and probably will never see. There is one God. Hallelujah. He has a name above every name. This one God. He has given us exceeding and precious promises. And we have held on believing. But there comes a time where your belief has got to become sight. There comes a time where your faith has got to become sight. Hallelujah. And he said that if you believe, if any of you believing, if you believe, you will receive. Is that not what Jesus said? He said, if you believe, you will receive. And not just believing fantasy, but believing what he has promised. Somebody say new. new. It's a time where we have, got to, we have got to receive from the Lord what he has so purposely and methodically and intentionally planned. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When he says I'm going to do something new, it means that the old things have, they've sustained you to this point. But now I'm about to bring you to another place of receiving I've allowed the things that you've gone through in your past to, to hold you and to keep you to the point of promise. But now is the time of promise. Now is the time that the miracle will happen. Now is the time where the breakthrough will take place. 
Now is the time where the healing will manifest. This is a time of new. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, now, now is the time where he will remove your frustrations. Because some of us have a real high level of frustration and it bears down on us and causes mood changes and it causes us to have a real bad time and causes the people around us to experience a bad time. But God said, I'm going to change you in this thing and that's going to cause the whole thing to change. Amen. There are some people that are so overwhelmed with life that they can't see the positivity, that they are so engrossed in the negative that it's caused their heart to faint. God says, I'm going to change your heart because I'm going to change the way you look at things. And I'm going to show you a new thing. And you're going to see it and you're going to receive it and your life is going to be transformed. I'm talking about a transformed life that you will never go back to the old way again. Did you hear? You will never go back to the old way again. You are done with that. You're not going to think on that wise. You're not going to carry that load. You're not going to be so bombarded by those thoughts. You are going to be free in this time of new. Somebody holler free. free. You're going to be free in this time of the new. Suffering is a part of our Christian experience. So it's no strange thing when we deal with strange trials, like something strange has happened. No, this is a part of our life. There are eight billion people on this earth and every one of them have got to go through something. So struggle is not alien to the human experience. But it's how you deal with it and who you deal with it with. Some of us, we add to our struggle by going through it on our own or with people that are ill-equipped to handle this. You got you to vet these things. You got to vet your heart. You got to vet people. Because everything you're going through, everybody can't help you with. There are some situations. There are some deals. There are some life experiences that you don't have a handle on. You don't have an answer to. And your friends can't help you. And if you haven't gotten there, live long enough. Live a little longer and you will see that there are some situations. And you get mad at your friends because they're not there to help you through it. They can't help you through it. There are some things that only God can do. There are some things that only the power of the Most High can make happen. And that's what separates the Christian from every other man. Because we don't do this on our own. We've got the God of all creation on our side. Y'all don't hear me. We've got the God of all creation on our side. Romans 8 and 31 says, What shall we then say to these things in life? What shall we then say to these things we've got to deal with? What shall we then say to these things that befall us? What shall we then say to these things? We got to get to the point of understanding who's on our side. Paul said, if God be for us, that's what I'm going to say to these things. If God be for us, who, who can be against us? 
There's something transpiring. There's something happening in our life. And it is a new season. I got I to end. I got, I got 10 minutes to end. It is a new season. And I want the believer to get excited about this on tomorrow, not, not just today. It's easy to be excited in this room. But when you get into your tomorrow, when Monday hits you square in the face, you got to be able to look at Monday and say, uh-uh, uh-uh. This is a new thing. God is doing a new thing. And I'm not going to let my modeling Mondays cause me to shake my head and lower my standards. No, I'm believing for the new to happen now. It's no good if it only works in here. This is preparing you for there. Somebody look at three people say a new thing, a new thing, a new thing. A new thing. I'm going back to the scriptures that we used last week. In Isaiah 42, verse 8, 32, 42, verse 8, it says, I am the Lord. I'm not going to get caught like I did last week. But I'm really tempted. That one line, it just messes me up. After I preached last week, I went through the Bible and I went through all of the scriptures that I could find that with God declaring his own sovereignty. Showing me that he don't need us to praise him. He can declare his own sovereignty and be just in doing so. But he does this so that man can take heart. So that man can be absolutely secured in him. That he declares to mankind, if you believe in me, you got me, you got my help. He says, I am the Lord. The Lord, the master of all things. Lord means master. I am the master of all things. I control everything. Nothing happens without my knowledge. Nothing goes on without my permission. Every demon is subject to me. The whole world spins because I have made it. Everything that's in existence, it declares my glory. I am the Lord. There is no other God beside me. There is no other deity. There is no other entity. Every other God is an idol. I am the true and the living, holy and the righteous, upright and sacred, sovereign and majestic, infinite, God, period. 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 Zorosta can't heal you. Holy Selassie can't deliver you. Vishnu can't save you. Hallelujah. Buddha can't do what I do. I'm the only God. Hallelujah. Muhammad was a prophet. Allah is an Islamic God, but there's only one true God. And if you're scared to declare it, shame on you. There is only one. I said I wasn't going to go into this all over again. There's only one God. And he has a name that's above every other name. 
Hallelujah. There's only one God and it doesn't need Mary to talk to him. There's only one God and you don't have to go through his mother. Because he doesn't have a mother. <laughs> he is God all by himself. I don't hear anybody. I don't have to hail Mary to get to Jesus. Full of grace to get to Jesus. The Lord is with you to get to Jesus. Blessed art thou amongst wounds. I don't have to do that to get to Jesus. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. I don't have to do that to get to Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God. Stop, she's not the mother of God. She's the mother of the body of Christ. But she's not the mother of God. God has no mother. He's God all by himself. He took on flesh to save us. But that was not his true incarnation. He is before time. He is the timeless God. The eternal God. Somebody give this God praise. Got five, six minutes left. Said, behold, I am the Lord. Don't get me confused with Allah. Don't get me confused with Buddha. Don't get me confused with Hindi. Don't get me confused with Vishnu. Don't get me confused with Lord Moragon. Don't get me confused with Zorosta. Don't get me confused. I am the Lord and I got a name. That is my name. Y'all don't hear me. That is my name. Don't get it twisted. I don't stand on a pedestal with other gods. I'm not a part of a pantheon of gods. I am the only true and living. That's what he said. He said there's no other God beside him. He said that is my name. That is my name and I will not give my glory to another idol. I will not give my glory to another icon. I will not give my glory to another God, small g, because there is no other God to give his glory to. I gotta stop. I don't already used up all my time. And I just got through the first line. I am the Lord. That is my name. And I will not give my glory to another. Neither my praise will I allow to be shared with graven images. He's not going to share his praise with any graven image. You can't put Ashtaroth next to him. You can't put Dagon next to him. I don't hear anybody here. You can't put witchcraft next to him. You can't put astrology next to him. You can't put mysticism next to him. He is the only God and he will not allow his praise to go to another. Behold, the former things. I got it. I can't even finish. Behold the former things. The things that happened before 
serve their purpose. They came to pass and served their purpose. They served their purpose. All the things that you've gone through so far that got you to this point is it served its purpose to get you to this place of new. And when you get past that point of the former things, you've got to learn how to let them go. You've got to learn how to let go of the former things. Because the way God did it then, hallelujah, he's changing things up now. And he's got a new thing that's happening in a new day. Not a new revelation, but new tactics, new manifestation, new miracles. Hallelujah. I can rehearse the miracles of yesterday, but they cannot help me in my struggle today. They only give me faith to believe that there's something else coming. He said the former things have already happened and they've come to pass. And now, and new things do I declare. New, new experiences. New power. New wonders. If you just believe. A new you in a new day. Because the bottom line, if it's not going to, if, if, if it's not going to change you and make you new, you will waste the new things that he gives. You've got to have a new mentality. You have to have, to have a new mindset. You've got to have belief that will cause you to receive what he said. You've got to have a new way of approaching life. Amen. You've got to have a new positive attitude, a new positive, a, 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 a positive way of looking at what things are happening. You cannot sit back with a negative attitude and receive new things. You will corrupt it. You will pervert it. You will waste it. Please hear me because I'm, I'm ending right now. You will waste it. All the, uh, the, how many of you will tell the truth in here that my attitude may have been the thing that kept me back this, from this long? The way I've seen things may be the, thing, the reason why I'm in this redundant cycle going over and over again in the same circle. Believing God but going around in a circle because I'm holding on to things from days gone by that should have been done away with a long time ago. Harboring old feelings to things that happened in your relationship. Harboring old memories that keep you bound to anger and keep you bound to, to fear, keep you bound to insecurity. Have, harboring old things trying to get into a new place. In order for you to experience the new, you have got to be made new. No, shh, shh, shh. You've got to be made new. Remember, Paul said, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away. And behold, all things, old things, all things. OLD things, ALL things. The old things are passed away 
and behold. What does behold mean? It means, look, there's, there's got to be tangible evidence. And behold, all things are made new. How long, how long will you remain in an old way? How long will you remain in the old thought pattern? Old, hurtful emotions. Old fear. Old insecurity. How long? How long will you remain in old failures that prohibit you from taking up and starting again with a new look on life? Sometimes our old failures bind us like, a, like an anchor to a rock to what went wrong and what did not become. And, and we're trying to act like we're moving forward, but we're still hooked to the anchor that is hooked to the rock of the failure of our past. And we see people moving forward and we praise God for them. And we keep praising God in this yoked up state. Still dance with our ankles still held to our yesterday. The emotions are there, but the progress isn't. I'll say it again. The emotions are there. Praise God. But the progress isn't because you're still holding on to who hurt you, what hurt you, when it hurt you, where it hurt you, how it hurt you. But what you got to do is break free. And leave the hurt back there. And walk into the newness of life. For there is life beyond the hurt. There is life beyond the sickness. There is life beyond the fear. There is life beyond the insecurity. There is life beyond the pain. There, there's life. But this time, we're going to experience life without the hurt. We're going to experience life without the rehearsal of the negative. We're going to experience life without the anchor of the, of the yesterday. We're going to experience life without the unforgiveness to the person that hurt us. We're going to experience life without rehearsing the pain. We're going to experience life. Abundant life. New life. New. New life. New productive life. Y'all don't hear me. New abundant life. New peaceful life. New stressless life. We're going to experience new. Somebody holler new life. New life. God said the former things are gone now. And now it's time for the new. Wake up in the morning with new inspiration. Hallelujah. See your home, your family with a new vision. Glory to God. Seeing your progress, seeing your future with a new way of life. I will never live like I lived before. I will never live 
like I lived before, having the promises of God. If I've got the promises of God for my life, why would I remain in the brokenness? For every... For every promise of God in Christ is yea, and in him, amen. So if he made me these precious and exceeding promises, when do I get up the, the let me use this word, the chutzpah, to lay hold to it, to lay hold to the promises God made? When do I finally live in the miraculous if I've got a miracle working God why am I still living in the broken when I've got a powerful God my savior and my king God please bless you why 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 am I sitting back in this in this broken cycle when I've got a God that renews my youth every day Hello. Isn't there a time allotted for us? Isn't there a period allotted for us to move? To move out of the yesterday and to go into the phenomenal day that's ahead of us? I'm tired of seeing other people live like that. How come they get to live like that and I'm still struggling like I don't have God? How come they that don't even believe in God live better than I do? when I've got the God of all provision. Something's got to change. Anybody? Something's got to change. And the change has got to begin in me. I'm gonna walk through here. And the change has got to begin in me. My mind's got to change. My hope has got to be reignited. I've got to get to the point where I see the, the thing that God promised come about in my life. If others can receive it, why can't I? This is my time. This is my new. This is my season. And I'm going to receive what God said. And I'm going to work like it's happening. And I'm going to act like it's real. And I'm going to walk like I have it. And I'm going to live like it's mine. In the mighty name of Jesus. If I'm talking about you, forget about everybody next to you. Lay claim to it. Put a praise on it. Put a down payment on it. Come on, come on, come on. I've got to stop now. But in this season, seasons only last for so long. Seasons have a time of beginning and they have a time of recession. There's a time where spring begins and the trees begin to spout, sprout. But then there's also a time three months later where the very sprout that was beautiful and new will start to recede. Hallelujah. And you'll go into a, a time where it looks like it's barren, but it's not barren, it's just dormant. 
and you know that it's not barren because the next three months after that, it comes right back. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. You are in this time. You're in the time of sprouting. You're in the time of new burgeoning promises of God. You are in a period of receiving. And if you believe, you will see everything that God showed you come to pass. Now, I will say this in our end. Don't look at our God like he wants us to suffer. Don't look at our God like you've got to beg him. Don't look at God like, I gotta, I gotta keep asking, I gotta, I gotta beg him. Lord, please, Lord, please, Lord, please. That's not how a father works. That's not how, that's not how a father works. A fa you don't have to beg a father for food. A father gets food before you're hungry. A father provides before you need. Hallelujah. A father sees you growing up and they take you to a store and buy you some clothes that's a little bit bigger knowing that you're going to grow into it. They, 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 are, they, are, they are proactive. A father doesn't see you in want and just let you languish there and make you beg him. Are you hearing me? That's not how a father acts. And we have to stop acting like this is how God functions. This is not how God functions. Our father, which art in heaven, is hallowed. And he takes care of his children. Only problem is we have the image of God as one that we've got to beg and as a man thinks in his heart. But when you have faith to know that if he provides for the sparrow, if the sparrow has no need, how much more are those who are made in his image and likeness? In this new day, you have to have a new view of God. A right view of God. Please hear what I'm saying. I'm, I'm over time right now. I'm 10 minutes over time. But my brothers and sisters, when you leave out of this building, you cannot leave the way you came. Your house, your home, your mind, your family, your peace, your progress has got to change. It's got to change. There's got to be something that bursts anew in your life that will earmark the, the real promise of God, that will earmark this transition. Everybody's standing. I got to close. I got to close. My heart, can I tell you something transparently as a pastor? Can I tell you something transparently as a pastor? Can I? My heart hurts when I see members of this ministry struggling. My heart hurts 
when people come and sit and display the, the levels of need that they have. My heart hurts to see people succumb to sickness. My heart hurts to see people in desperate struggle. My heart hurts because I, I don't have the ability, I don't have the ability to help them in their need. I can give them the word of God, but I can't help them in their need. And when you have a, a heart like mine that's sensitive, you carry that with you home. When you get an email or a text about a dilemma in membership family, when you get an email or a text about somebody who's suffering loss from death, when you get an email or a text about something that's happening in a, in a membership of this volume, it, 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 it makes you overcome sometimes. I'm just being transparent right now. Pastoring is not an easy job. It's not just preaching on Sunday. But you really take, you really take heart to the people. And the people are not for me, but I'm here to serve the people. No, no. And it hurts when I see people in the middle of the struggle. And so when I preach, So when I preach these things, my prayer to God, when I came in this sanctuary and I kneeled at that chair, my prayer to God was, please let them hear this. Help them in whatever their struggle is for them to hear this. Give me the words that will break through every barrier and that they will hear this so they don't have to live in perpetual struggle. In perpetual struggle. We stay in struggle too long. Beloved in this room, we stay in struggle too long, but when we get in struggle, my prayer, my prayer is that we would stand up so strong and look at this struggle and say, ah, you're right on time. I've got the power to deal with you today. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, I got the time. I got the time today. I, I got the time today. I got the time to deal with this today because I've heard enough word that shocked me up with enough faith that's given me enough power to deal with the reports. I can deal with whatever comes my way and I will not leave here without victory. I will not leave here. This is a new day and I will not leave without victory. I'm trying to talk to you. You've got to get in the middle of your problems smack dab in the middle of your problem and say I'm not leaving here without victory I came here to overcome everything 
and I'm not leaving here without the victory. So whether it's poverty, whether I need a house, whether it's transportation, whether it's sickness, whether it's my son, whether it's my daughter, whether it's my marriage, whether it's my peace of mind, whether it's my employment, whether it's my health, I'm not leaving here. I'm not leaving here. Somebody just how I'm not leaving here without the victory. Say it's a new it's a new day.